You want to be hardcore, you want to be extreme. Well, if you're like the Sandman, then you're listening to the podcast Drunk Wrestling History, dudes. And please be drunk when you hear it. We've got Bush. Fuck, do you like to fuck? It's just money shots, uh, chairs all over there. Those guys with bank busts think they're a good deal. Dude. My dick is small. What's up, Drunk Marks and Drunk Marquettes? Welcome to Drunk Wrestling History. I'm your designated host, Adam, and... Introducing, at this time, a pair of guys that were allowed by the Louisiana State Commission to record this episode in communal positions. (laughs) A pair of joke-writing bastards who are intimidated by my comedy standards. And as symbolic as the fleur-de-lis, they perform best when they are on their knees. (laughs) And eating out your mother! (laughs) Your drunk wrestling historians! This is Eddie. I intend to get properly fucked up if no one disagrees. And this is Scott. For those about to drink, we salute you. Nice. Adam, I-, I every time we do an ECW episode, I forget that you're going to start it out as Joel Gertner because we do them so infrequently. We do maybe we do two, maybe three a year at best. Um, this year, I a think- bonus because we covered the Dudleys. Yeah, yeah, I think in the, I think in the coming year I want to f- try to do four. You <laughs> know, because um, you want more. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I said come because I want more. Um, <laughs> but every fucking time because it's so you know it'll be six months apart. Every time I forget it, it takes me by surprise every time. And as usual, well done. Yeah, outstanding, my friend. You're outstanding. Welcome. I love see, it. See the the comedy writing, the joke telling. It doesn't stop here. Outside of this podcast, uh, it's put to use out there. There you go. Yep. Nice. And speaking of joke writing, uh, thank you to everyone who listened to the roast. Um, the downloads for it were great. I think they were better than the last two. Really? Uh, I mean, well, we have more listeners now than we did a year ago or two That's years fair. ago. Yeah. You true. know, I mean, the show's mm-hmm. just grown and grown. Um, but it did. The roast was never one of our highest downloaded ones. Week one, anyway. You know, everything kind of eventually gets downloaded. But usually, you know, I look at week one. And the roast was like uh, average, maybe slightly above average. Pay-per-views always get the most first week. Uh, people seem to get to the roast when they get to it. But this week, everyone was on top of it. We got a lot of downloads uh, week one. So thanks to everyone who listened to it. And um, for any of you who found us because you saw our sign and our shirts, if you could see our shirts on uh, Rampage or Collision, welcome to the show. And if the first episode you heard was the roast, I hope you liked it. And um, that is only an annual thing. Our regular shows are not like that. And um, Scott, you mentioned this on Fully Posable, I found out. 
but we haven't said it here. That's going to be our last roast. We decided to just do away with the roast and, uh, they were a lot of fun, but they're a lot of fucking work. A lot Um, of work. Yeah. A lot of work. Which and, I don't um, mind, but... <clears throat> yeah, Scott yeah, hates it. Yeah. But I, I do, man. And I, that's the way I think about it, too. I'm like, it's hard enough for me to write material. But mm-hmm. you both have to write material. Eddie, you write your own set. Adam, you're writing for like four people. But then on yeah. top of that, Eddie, you've got all the editing that goes on top of it as well. And look, at the end of the day, we talked about this right after doing the roast. We're not fucking comedians. I mean, like, we can riff on the fly, but to actually sit down and... I mean, okay... Sorry, Let me take that sorry. back. <laughs> Two of the three of us aren't comedians. <laughs> that would be Adam and myself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's good humor. That's good timing right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to sit down and write a set. And just thinking about what Adam had to go through to write, you know, four or five different sets. Eddie with the amount of editing that goes in. Um, me, myself, to write a set would literally mine Comedy Central roasts for jokes. And I mean, there's only so much material you can pull before people are going to be like, dude, you got that off of so-and-so. And and I heard that on blah, blah, blah. Roast. like, so it's one of those things too. We don't want to jump the shark. You know, like we were all kind of talking afterwards. I think that was Adam's best close. Uh, Eddie, that was by far and away your best set. Um, Yeah, that's what I thought My best was last year. So it's one of those things we don't want to get ahead of ourselves and just, oh, another roast. And oh, it's another joke about Adam. And it's another joke about Eddie. Another joke about Scott. And it's, you know, we don't want it to get repetitive. tape. Yeah, exactly. Like, how many of those jokes can we tell? Sonny's a bad driver, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, there's only <laughs> really so many is. of those. It, yeah, you don't want to go to the well too many times. It just gets stale, and you're beating a dead horse after a certain point. So, you know, go out on top like Barry Sanders did, and uh, just be happy with the material we put Com- out. Comedy rule, of, comedy rule of threes. Usually it's nice and wholesome once you hit three. After that, running gags become more characteristics, traits, or habits. Per se, instead of a yeah. gag. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think roasting so people would become a characteristic trait. Um, or habit, <laughs> it can but, be, though. But, but I know what you mean. A, I know what you mean. A fucking mean ass. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I just thought, let's quit while we're ahead. Let's, yeah. let's before it gets, before it gets bad, let's, let's do away with it. So that was our last one. Um, if anyone didn't hear the last two, they're out there. The, the, Ms. Rose is probably on the podcast platform still. The, um, Ryback one, you might have to get on YouTube. Yeah, that was probably YouTube. That was, was that was a while ago. It was a long time ago. It was two years ago. So we probably yeah. done. Oh no, we haven't done a hundred episodes in two years. But oh that yeah, one, especially but that one's two. getting close. Yeah, but yeah. um. Anyway, thanks for listening to it. Uh, and like I said, welcome to the show if you're new. And um, did we take any heat for our jokes? Zero, zero. I don't know okay. if we lost any listeners who didn't say that we lost them as a listener. <laughs> yeah, but uh, nobody fucking. I didn't Hopefully get any tweets they from angry people. Us, they just. Hit unfollow instead of bitching about it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. A couple people might have been like, "Okay, that's it. I'm done with these guys." Yeah. But uh, no, we didn't. Nobody tried to cancel us or anything like that. So. Yeah, don't go away, Matt. Just go away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, also, we didn't talk about what we were drinking. I'm drinking. Uh, yep. I'm drinking a blonde ale from Lazy Dog. And uh, big thank you to Adam as always, Los Guerreros, of course. Chavo's beer. It's wonderful. And I've got Henry Weidenhard's Vanilla Cream. Adam, I thought for sure you were going to have a Kiss Cola tonight. I would have liked to. I don't know if I have any here. but Because there's sh- a uh, gentleman wearing a Kiss shirt in the pay-per-view we're about to go over. Oh. And as soon as I saw it, I'm like, Adam's getting a Kiss Cola. That's true. That- I also thought you'd be eating a Philly cheesesteak. 
I would have liked to. <laughs> I, I would have liked to, too, also. Well, no, like Jambalaya or something would have been more appropriate. Yeah. Okay, okay. I gotcha. Yeah. I or gotcha. beignets. Or, um... Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking the Philly roots, that's all. Oh, yeah. King, yeah. Oh, king cake, dude. King cake, Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah mean, Hostess yeah. needs to get down with those, man. I Give mean, us the fucking king cakes. Oh, Come fuck, Mania yeah. weekend, planning a cheesesteak a day. Yes, for sure. I plan on walking around with just a bag of cheesesteaks. I get hungry, <laughs> just fucking pull one out of my backpack, and boom, ready and to go. And a beer in the other hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's WrestleMania. Know like sometimes you get that random fry if you have onion rings. If you have your bag of cheesesteaks, you'll randomly pull out that uh, uh, roast pork sandwich from Denix. Like, oh, how'd that get in there? But cool. It's going down. <laughs> Which, uh, by so the way, I am also planning to hit up that place as well. But yeah. I'm following you. Uh, <laughs> before we get into it, I a couple episodes ago, well, we did the episode where the listeners took over. And that was, um, they could leave us messages on SpeakPipe. And uh, I told everyone, just I'm leaving that up. I think I pinned the link to it in uh, my Twitter profile. So if anyone wants to leave us a message or a complaint, yeah, if, you, if you're mad about something we said in the roast, that's where that's the uh, place to go to tell us. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah so if you I'm want just, everybody to hear it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to play these from time to time as they come in. And I have one tonight. This is from Donnie, also known as Bronco's dad. He's uh, he's cool. He started listening to us great maybe guy. earlier yeah. this year or so. And uh, I think he was one of the guys who binged every, you know, he bit, listened to every episode from the start. And uh, super cool dude. I think he bought a yeah. couple shirts a while awesome back. Guy. So yeah, great dude. So I have not heard this. I have no idea what this is about. Um, and Adam, we actually were going to play this during the Terry Funk episode. But I brought up the point that maybe it's about you. And it might be heaping praise upon you. And we if that's the case, we want you to hear it. So we didn't take any chances. We saved it for this episode. All good. And here we go. Just uh, wanted to show my appreciation for the show. Um, I just started listening to it last March. And then just over the summer, I've been uh, binge listening to it all cut up. And I gave Twitter a break, but I do follow you guys on Instagram. And I did see in Adam's story that you guys were doing this. So I'm a day late, dollar short, but... I appreciate your podcast. It's it's it keeps me entertained. I always look forward to new episodes and just continue what you're doing. Appreciate you. Well, speak pipe messages don't get any better than that, right? Hey, that's exactly, we'll take that's it exactly, all day. Yeah, that's the kind we like to hear. Absolutely, cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He follows me on Instagram. Yay, I'm famous. <laughs> yeah, so, just, so it was praise about me. You called it. <laughs> when he said that, I remembered he uh, DM'd me and was like, "Am I too late for this?" I said, "Yeah, you, yeah, you missed uh, the window for it." But like I said, we're leaving it open. So anyone That's... wants to leave us a message, speak pipe. Uh, I think it's in my pin tweet, and if you're on Instagram, I can't see my pin tweet. Go to speak pipe, speak pipe, and just uh, search for us, and uh, let us know what you have to say. And let's go, Adam. Let's do it. For this week's episode, we are taking it back to the year of our Lord, 1998. Amen to that. Better out than in. Uh, We are taking this to the Lakefront Arena uh, in New Orleans, Louisiana. 
This is ECW November to Remember. So, Adam, do you want to tell Scott about the uh, mix-up? Sure. Okay. Uh-oh. All right. <laughs> this, is a good so, one. this is a good one. So, uh, I, like, I think back at the original time of scheduling and just trying to confirm when uh, we were at... Uh, uh, rampage and um, and collision last week. Uh, just wanted to. Be, all right, and uh, so Wednesday we're recording, and uh, let me see if I could find the exact thing here in a sec. But uh, <laughs> I don't think he. Yeah, I, so I, I knew about just Terry. Fun, Terry Fun, yeah, Terry Funk episode. All right, so wh- whatever that's uh, taken care of, and then it's. Uh, I was told. Uh, to write December to remember. No, it was dismember. Or December to dismember. Yeah. And then uh from nineteen ninety eight. Uh I was I had one very recently. That's my to... fucking dog. He's being a dick, sorry. <laughs> being a dick. Well, I will put it down bitch. after the show. Should I get my dog riled up so she can get her barking too? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Sorry, Adam. Dece- December to dismember 1998 is what I was told. Practically <laughs> yesterday was my chance to finally go through and watch it. As I'm, yeah, because I only uh, told you six weeks ago, so yeah. you didn't have time. I finished today. It's fine. <laughs> I'm looking, at, looking for it on Pecock. Text Eddie. December to dismember 1998 doesn't exist. That's not a thing, unfortunately. I'm trying to see if it was a... <laughs> if it was a wrong year or if it meant Dude. November to remember, luckily that was created on that was uh corrected November <laughs> to remember ninety-eight. And that is the episode that I have watched and we're covering. So he he texted me asking that last night after I'd gone to bed. So I this morning I get up at five and I see the text from him. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> Dude, I told him the wrong fucking name of the page. Well, you know what? It's not my fault. They had a November to remember and a December to dismember. You know, it's easy to fuck up. Honestly, even right now on my notes, the title is December to remember. Because <laughs> it's just you can't keep it fucking straight, you know? So oh, it's not, I, I'm, I'm not taking the blame for this fucking one. I'm blaming Paul Hammond for this shit. So yeah, saying that in, So in 20 know. years... When we're on season 25 of Drunk Wrestling History. <laughs> Wait a second. We're supposed to cover all out, not all in? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Son yeah. of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's easy to mix. It'd be like if there was the Royal Rumble and the Royal Grumble. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't name pay-per-views that similarly. At least there's no confusing great balls of fire. So we're going to be fine there. <laughs> Yeah, luckily they only did one of those, so you can't even mix up, mix up, uh, mix up the year. Right. <laughs> so anyway, so that's what early morning doing. drama, but has been resolved. Yeah. Kudos to you, Adam, for binging it. <laughs> At work. At work. Yeah. Well done. America. <laughs> so let's get into the show. We start off with uh, an interview earlier tonight backstage. Uh, New Jack has been taken care of, per se, but he shows up, uh, starts up some shit. Were those cops? I could, 
like I don't know if it was just the I mean the ECW I don't know, dude. They're, they're, video camera They're uh, doing the black and white shaky cam Blair Witch Project shit. Yeah. So it's hard yeah. to tell what's going on. All I know is New Jack jumps some fucking scrubs in the parking lot. I don't even know who they are. It was the he gets arrested. He gets arrested. I'm watching it, wishing it had been Sabu who got arrested instead <laughs> of New Jack. Um, Same. Yeah, it was just a weird. I mean, I guess it was cool. It was different, but it was just kind of like, oh, okay. So fucking New Jack, I guess, isn't going to be on the show because he's in fucking jail. Yeah. Yep. yep. And that's what sets well, up the show. Ah, that's what we're thinking. It's it's the cold open. Yeah. Uh, Joey Starts Sty- off in chaos. Yep. Yeah. Joey Styles opens the show saying that this is the premier uh, uh, event of the year. Isn't Wrestlepalooza? Or... Uh, I don't know. Barely legal? Or did they... I don't know if they did a second barely legal. I don't remember. I don't know if they I did. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't but know. I, don't... It, it, I, I like the Joey Styles listing the matches in the ring thing. I think that's cool. I liked it even more when Jim Ross did it at the announce desk at the old WCW pay-per-views. I think that's cool to be like, these are the matches that are going to happen. Um, back in the day, Gorilla would announce them and they would just show a graphic for each match. I think that's a cool idea. I didn't think it worked well when it follows New Jack getting arrested. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of clunky. Like New yeah. Jack, should they should have shown the tape. It should have been, Joey should have done that and then been like, and now let's see what happened earlier tonight. Exactly. They did it. If it was a backwards. lead up into yeah. the circumstances for the next, for the first match. Yeah. That would have yeah. made sense. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought it was a cool, cool concept, bad execution. Yep. So when they got to Joey, I noticed it's, this is a pretty small arena. I mean, it's 98 there. I mean, what well, was ECW in general? Like they never did big arenas really. And, and according to this, uh, well, attendance of 5,800. Let me see what the ca- actual capacity would be. You could see a handful of empty seats, but yeah. I mean, it was, oh, you know. It looks like uh, it. if it's uh, for now, it can hold a capacity of almost 9,000. They probably expanded it because I don't yeah. think, unless they just shot it in such a way that you couldn't see the empty seats. There may but have been a remodel the, or something. Yeah, but um, I thought it was... So, Adam, you and I just went to AEW, right? And the place was, it was more full than I expected it to be, but it was only about a fifth of the arena was filled. Was utilized, yeah. Shouldn't they just do this like AEW, like ECW did, put it in a smaller place and fill it up and it would look better on TV? You know what I mean? You wouldn't yeah. have to shoot, you wouldn't have to like, uh, so nobody can go outside the ring on the hard cam side at AEW because you can't shoot weird, it. One of those things where, that's why I think NXT and even Impact uh, works well. Like, yeah. they, know, they know that they're not as big or they're not going to draw as big of a crowd. So instead, with the number of dedicated fans that you have, make a special space to surround the entire thing. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think AEW should, should be doing what ECW is doing. That made a lot more sense. And I'm sure it would be, yeah. it'd be cheaper. You know, I'm sure they could save a bunch of money uh, getting smaller buildings. Oh, yeah. But so that's the first thing I noticed when we get to the arena. The second thing I noticed is the dude in the front row with the craziest fucking bleach hair ever. Did you guys see his hair is like I missed him. It looks like Dang. how could you miss him, dude? Is he was I, like glowing. His hair was like glowing. It was like <laughs> it looked so frizzy and fucked up from being bleached. And it was like a parabola or something. You know what I mean? Is that like a bell? Is a parabola like a bell? Is that what a parabola is? Or am I mixing up? I've been out of school. Parabellum? Huh? I don't know what you're thinking. Parabellum? Isn't that, that, a parabola is a shape, right? A pl- 
A parabola is, in mathematics, a, a plane or curve. Okay. All right. Well, all right. I got the I parabola part wrong. Something that has to do with a bell? Is that what you're trying yeah, to do? Yeah, yeah. Bell. His head looks like a big giant bell. Okay. The way his hair was. <laughs> all I can't right. So you got the curve him. part correct. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, anybody watches this, you'll you'll notice it. I don't know how these guys didn't notice it. It was it was insane. Well, because you pay I way more attention to the crowd, dude. I guess it just really you fucking do. stood out, dude. You know what I mean? Like I don't pay attention to fucking road cones, but you see them when they're there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not there looking for them, but they're they're, they're you know they're they're easy to spot. That's how this guy was. Anyway, uh, Terry Funk comes in. Through the um, crowd. From upstairs. Yeah, he but he comes in through the empty section of seats. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Which I was like, who thought that up? Like, didn't somebody fucking think maybe don't have him walk through 200 empty fucking seats? <laughs> you know, Paul Heyman's the guy who always said, like, enhance your uh, strengths and hide your weaknesses. This was not hiding a weakness. <laughs> yeah, just put a fucking spotlight on him. Yeah, and Terry, we'll see this throughout the night. Terry is in rare form. Like, he's like... And I wish I had mentioned this on the last episode. I forgot to mention it on the Terry Funk episode that Terry really could convince you that he was fucking nuts. And I'm yeah. not sure that he wasn't a little nuts. I mean, to do the matches he did in Japan with Foley, like you have to be a little nuts. But he For was sure. so believable. And he comes in the ring and he's ranting about he practiced a double flip off the top rope for the fans. <laughs> And Tommy Dreamer doesn't want him to do it. I don't even know what he's talking about. He's just on this insane rant. Like he's yeah. like a like a you know uh It's like like border like, like, like grumpy. He's like the weirdos you see walking Karen. around downtown. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. and expect- it, this whole episode is chaos so far, dude. Between it is. New Jack yeah, you'd ex- and fucking Jack Victory and now Terry Funk. It's like there's no normalcy at all. Yeah, you'd expect him to be saying this stuff in in a parking lot to nobody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It yeah, was a trip. Like talking to a fucking post or some shit. Yeah, so it starts off with a fucking thud. And uh, 11 minutes into the show, they finally have mercy on us and they send out the BWO and the crowd couldn't be fucking happier. Yeah. Yeah, well, Terry Funk kind of turned heel too. He like called Styles an asshole and... Yeah, yeah. And, and Styles is supporting him. Dreamer comes out. Dude, I love you, but you're an asshole. Yeah. Go home, Dad. You're drunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was exact, like that. Yeah, this yeah. is that exact yeah. scenario. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like your drunk uncle showed up. Exactly. You know I mean? yeah. yeah, it was like uh, I don't know if you guys know. You guys are gonna hear this after Thanksgiving, but hopefully nobody's Thanksgiving went like this. So anyway, let's get into the match. Your opening contest is a tag team match: Danny Doring and Amish Roadkill taking on. The Blue World Order, featuring our friend, the Blue Meanie, and Supernova. What the fuck is John Finnegan wearing? It must have been like a buy one, that, get four free at JCPenney's. I mean, that shirt like looked nothing like a referee. Like It looked like he'd be like... Not his fat ass rollerblading, but it looked like something... You know what I mean? Like, Well, look, let me, we- let me pay homage to the late, great Matthew Perry... Chandler thing, if you will. Could those shirts be any more 90s? <laughs> yeah, dude. It looked very, like you'd be wearing, very. like someone would be wearing it at the diner, uh, say, by the bell. <laughs> yeah. Or if so- you looked at that shirt, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's probably from like 96. 
Yeah, no, no, like ninety-two, <laughs> dude. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's yeah, been on the clearance for- rack since ninety-two. It only got picked up in ninety. Never have I seen a referee wear a shirt like that before. What? The yeah, fuck, it looked like Polly? he was one of the kids from Denver, the de- last dinosaur, or some shit. <laughs> it was crazy. It was, it was shopping stu- at Gap. <laughs> yeah, the, bought more shirts. The weirdest referee care I've ever seen. It was like white with like purple streaks on it and shit. Like it yeah, looked like the it looked like he hung up with the nasty boys and they painted his shirt or some shit. <laughs> yeah. It's so fucking bizarre. Yeah, uh, Roadkill looked less ridiculous than him. <laughs> um, so you start up with Danny Doring and Nova in the ring, and they're doing lots of counters and shit. And about two minutes in, here comes fucking Terry. It's it's like you said, like, go home, you're drunk. He's like the drunk that won't leave the bar. Keeps coming back. Yeah, like I was in a bar <clears throat> in Maine, and there was a guy like that. Every, literally everyone in the bar was telling him to go home, and he finally left, but then he walked back in. And I think he came back in with a pizza, if I remember right. Oh, that's um, a hero move right there. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and then Respect he sat and that. ate the pizza, and then someone drove him home. Someone was like, get, get the fuck out of here, dude. I'm taking you home. <laughs> I think she worked there, but wasn't working that night. Um, that's what Terry was like. He just keeps fucking coming back. And then he suddenly decides to make himself the timekeeper <laughs> for some match that he has nothing to do with. And as far as I know, he doesn't even have anything to do with any in of these the, people. In a show that he has disruptive. nothing to do with. Yeah, yeah, he's not even booked. Like, he just fucking shows up and crashes the party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he's nuts. He's fucking Terry Funk. He's nuts. He's out of his mind, yeah. Um, so they do some cool spots. Um, it's a cool match, and the fans love the fucking BWO. They do. Um, way over, dude. Way over. Yeah, Nova does a cool... It was a great way to start the show. Nova does a cool le- leapfrog over Meanie onto Roadkill. He goes for a pin, but then Danny Doring tries to break it up with an elbow, and he hits Roadkill. And then Roadkill does the same thing to him. So it's like they're doing... They're basically doing a comedy match. Earlier, the com- the heels are doing comedy stuff. The crowd loves it. Um, Nova does a dive through the ropes. Did dive. you see how he landed? He lands kind of backwards, right? He sort of spun around in the air. He spun, yeah, it was different. It was kind of cool. I'm not sure he did it on purpose, but it did look cool. Yeah, I mean, he may have fucked up and turned it into something spectacular looking. Let's give him the yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then uh, Meanie does a people's leg drop, which the fucking crowd just eats up. And then, for no reason, Terry attacks Meanie. <laughs> yep. He gets punched off the apron onto a table. The table tips over. It doesn't break, but he gets up on on top of the table. During the match, while these guys are trying to wrestle, he gets on the table and just drops himself through it like a pile driver type <laughs> move. Just drops through the table, ass first, and breaks the table. Yeah. Looking and for now, attention. at this point, so now the match is totally secondary. To what's going on? Nobody's even paying attention. You know, these wrestlers are busting their asses in the ring. Exactly. Yeah. But Terry's yep. putting himself through a table and the crowd's paying attention to that. <laughs> and then Terry ends up walking off. I think he went out through the crowd with part. He took part of the table with him. Yeah, he's like, I'm not doing this timekeeper gig anymore. I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. Then we get a distracted referee spot, which makes no sense because there are no rules in the match. But that's yep. ECW. You know what I mean? You'll hit a guy with the with the chair in front of the referee, but then you'll distract him later on to double team him. Right. And sometimes there's tagging. Sometimes it's Texas Tornado. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, then uh, Meanie does a, uh, they do a, a frog splash. Uh, Nova hits a frog splash. Meanie hits a, a Meanie salt. Meanie hit him hard as fuck with that. Wasn't that a fucking badass Meanie salt? Crushed him. Yeah. Yeah, he crushed yeah, That's ass. impressive, dude. A guy that size being able to hit a move like that. Mm-hmm. Like, say what you will about Meanie, but dude, that guy could fucking go. Yeah, and it was a good looking fucking moonsault too. It wasn't it sloppy. Was. You know? Yep. Yeah. Very yeah. clean. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then they end up doing a wheelbarrow slash DDT on Danny Doring and the BWA gets the win. 
And I thought it was a really, the Terry Funk stuff I thought maybe should have happened in the second match. I thought, why distract everyone from the opening match? But I thought it was a really good match to open with. It was a good match. And like I said, the crowd loved the NW, the BWO. Um, so it was a great start to a show. Yeah, um, and you know, overall, like the Terry Funk stuff, yeah, it kind of detracted a little bit. But I think overall, if you look at the time, uh, mm-hmm. I think both teams really got a, a chance to shine, show what they could do. Yeah, yeah, the Terry Funk antics, but uh, all that aside, good opener. Yeah. And then Terry came back out with uh, the part of the table he left with and beat them down with it. Yeah. Beats, and I'm, beats everyone down. Paulie comes out with uh, referees and the crew. He's like, and uh, security begging him, go home or at least come come backstage. Just get off this stage. <laughs> yeah. And that part's great because um, Terry, well, that, I realized that's why Terry broke the table, right? He was supposed to fall through it and he didn't. So he put himself through it so he could have part of the table later. Yeah. Um, for the attack, but so yep. it just turns into like a scrum, right? And one of the ECW guys, uh, one of the uh, security guys falls over. Did you notice a bunch of fucking change fell out of his pocket? Like change, like change. Change was pay for the night. That's how much he made that night. Yeah, Paul, <laughs> Paul paid him in coins. Like he gave him like a roll of quarters or something. He made a, a hail. It, dude, it was like the ECW version of when the hundred dollar bills fell out of Tyson's fucking guy's <laughs> pocket when Stone Cold attacked him. Yeah, ECW's coins. <laughs> yeah, it was the funniest shit I've ever seen, dude. The guy falls down and a bunch of coins fall out of his pocket. It also, oh, that's great. It also took like the longest five seconds for the other security guards to, I don't know, help him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. It was funny as fuck, dude. Love it. Oh, yeah. All right. Next, uh, next match uh, features uh, Tommy Rogers with Chris Chetty taking on Tracy Smothers, accompanied by Little Guido, Wolf Herman, and Tommy Rich. It's not an ECW pay-per-view without the FBI. And this match started right before I had to leave to meet Adam at the uh, AEW show. And I seriously thought about showing up late because I didn't want to pause an <laughs> FBI match. I was so happy to see the FBI. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was great. I love that Tracy Smothers hails from Nashville, Italy. Nashville, Italy, yeah. <laughs> I, kept, I kept thinking Nashville. of our, of our uh, Hogan Lies episode of think where Hogan may have uh, claimed that uh, um, oh I'm forgetting his name but from Tampa Bay Finland or <laughs> Tampa. The, drum, what are you talk- the drummer what are you talking about? for drummer oh, for Lars. The- oh, oh, Lars Ulrich Lars, Lars Denmark. Ulrich Denmark yeah. yeah yeah he was from Tampa Bay Denmark Denmark that's it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like that's Hogan geography that we're talking about here yeah <laughs> Uh, Tommy Rogers says that um, Tracy Smothers isn't an Italian, and I hope he gets his fucking ass kicked for that. How dare he? Yeah, how dare blasphemy? Well, it makes you feel better. I think Tommy Rogers has passed. Good. How dare you, sir? <laughs> no, I didn't know. No, that sucks. That's that's too bad. Yeah, I yeah. would like to apologize. I'd like to extend like, my deepest sympathies to the Rogers family. Fucking liar. So it's crazy to see Tommy Rogers oh, yes. in ECW all these years after he was one half of like a super, I don't want to call him effeminate, but like kind of a Chippendales tag team, the Fantastics. Uh-huh. And then here he is like in a hardcore federation as a singles guy, no less. And yeah, actually yeah. getting a decent push from Paul mm-hmm. E because he was at a previous pay-per-view that we had reviewed as well. Yeah, yeah. 
They would do so that with guys because I mean, um, yeah, just bring them in. Right, right, yeah. Because I mean, Tommy Rich is there, you know. Yeah, and Jack he was Victory, like, like all those guys, like just mm-hmm. I don't want to call them retreads, but guys that were kind of like glossed over during their major runs. Paulie's yeah. bringing them in and giving them something to do. I respect I'm, that. Yeah, I mean Tracy Smothers too. You know, exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So two, yeah. yeah, two guys from like times way back when, and here they are being featured on a 1998 ECW pay per view. Yeah. So Ulf Herman is the Who guy's the name, right? Who the I don't fuck? even remember that dude. Does I don't? Like, I had to look him up, dude. I, I did look, too. I had to I, look it up. Yeah. I missed his name, so it, it, when when they said his name, I ended up looking him up after the match. But the whole time, I just kept typing his name as Chris Hero. That's <laughs> didn't he fucking look like Chris Hero? He he looks like Chris Hero. I thought they were saying Hulk Herman, and I'm like, uh, yeah. who the fuck is Hulk Herman? Hulkerman. <laughs> but then I finally heard him say Ulf, and I was like, okay, I don't remember that guy at all. Me either. Not even a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is another great. As always, I always I always love the FBI matches. Um, Chris Hero does a slingshot clothesline with uh, while Guido has a referee distracted. Well, Herman, uh, dude, early God on, damn it, get it right. And then you end up with the brawl outside with Hero and Chetty. That was really early on. <laughs> and then um, stop calling him Hero. Guido and Tracy do a side Italian leg sweep slash drop kick. And a Tracy nailed his ass with the drop kick. And he I did. love that they called it that. The, the fucking uh, Italian leg sweep. <laughs> um, Dog's barking again. Sorry. I don't hear him this time. Oh, okay. Um, and so it's, it's just like constant Guido getting involved. Guido is more involved in the match than fucking Tracy Smothers is at a certain yeah. point. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like every second and they're always distracting the referee. Which, you know, like, as always, makes no sense. Well, they have the numbers game on their side, too. And it's being utilized in this match to perfection. They're playing it hard. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, Tracy takes a leg sweep and he sells it in the funniest way I've ever seen. Like, he looked like um, he was on his back like he was dog paddling. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. He goes down. It looks so goddamn funny, dude. I just, Tracy Smothers is just, <laughs> the just, he, was, me. he was the funniest fucking dude in the world to me. He was awesome. Yeah, um, so Rogers is working over Tracy, and Tracy just kicks him in the balls twice. Fuck you, <laughs> twice. fuck you, twice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, it was a quick finish. It, 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 wasn't, it was a short match. There wasn't a whole lot to it. It was a fun match. Um, Rogers reverses an Irish whip when Guido's on the apron. He's got the flag, and a Tracy almost hits Guido, but he's distracted by Guido, and then Rogers hits an unprettier on him, and that's yeah. that. Absolutely. Yeah, or- plant yeah that's although it's called the kamikaze yeah by the way yeah it's called the kamikaze yeah they called it yeah and i think um joey styles made some kind of reference to it right yeah he's like it's being copied in other federations now yeah who was using it at that point christian Christian. wasn't using it christian was he using that early on in 98 yeah yep because he'd only i mean shit he just had gotten to wwe yeah oh i didn't think he was it that early on was it called the unprettier then I know that it eventually changed to the kill switch, but I liked it. I don't remember. I like I like the name Unprettier. Better. I don't remember when it became the Unprettier, but yeah, it was the kill switch at one point. Yeah, I don't remember when it was called the Unprettier. But anyway, Joey Styles uh, called it a Kamikaze. Kamikaze, yeah, yeah. Um, so Chetty comes back and clears the ring and pins Tommy Rich. I don't know why, and then. Then Chris Hero comes back out to the ring. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Fucking Mabel of all people. <laughs> Who invited Mabel? 
who invited Mabel? Yeah, and it's great. You gotta say it like I so- did uh, for that Hall of Fame. Mabel, <laughs> <laughs> or I think it was it's one so of you, but funny. It's so great because Mabel's wearing his men on a mission gear. Yes, and he just, he just cut up an FBI shirt and put it over his like a he's wearing like a like a fucking serape. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like a poncho. Yeah, and with over his fucking, fucking men on a mission gear. Was Mabel in trouble? You know what I mean? He, had, he, had he been in trouble in WWE? Did he fuck up and got? He was was this was he being punished for something? I don't think so. Okay, I, I just like why? I mean, this was, was well after his King Mabel gimmick. So yeah, I was just like, before, why the fuck um, was Ma- Mi- uh, what was his name? What, who was he in the ministry? Mid- not Viscera. Midian, not uh, Viscera. Viscera. Thank Viscera. you. This was I want to say this was before Viscera. No, this was after Viscera. Uh, Are you sure? Oh, no, 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 no. You're right. You're ministry right. Ministry was sorry. like 99, dude. Yeah, I'm mixing my years up. Yes, because he was with, yeah, because the ministry was going on at 15. So this would have been four months before 15. Yeah. Um, yes, this would have been right before. I wonder if they were just like, send him back up there to get him send back him. into ring shape or something. Yep. Which he, get him he in front of a crowd. Let's see what he can do. Yeah, I don't yep. know what the deal was, but why the hell was Mabel, of all people, in ECW? <laughs> and I don't know what they ever did with him. It'd be, you know, we'll get to the I next pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, the next pay-per-view probably would have been three months, at which point he would have been Viscera. I wonder if he would have been, I wonder if he did anything. I don't know, you know? Probably not. He probably did a couple of TVs and that was it. Yeah. Just like you said, get him back in shape, prep him for WWE. Yeah, yeah. Let's just look at the next pay-per-view. Let me see. Well, don't don't tell us. It, don't tell us. It would have been okay. their March pay per view, right? Never mind. Yeah, probably March. Yeah, you know they were every three months or so. Yeah, it was like every three to four months. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Mabel was there. Mabel. And then Spike Dudley came out and beat up everyone, including Mabel. Including Mabel. Yep. And that's when I that, really started that, wondering if Mabel. That was in became trouble. a match, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So weird. Like Chetty's not involved in the match, but then he pins the guy, and it's like, wait, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Yeah, it was a weird match. I liked the match itself, but the shit got fucking bizarre after. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Yeah. So we've now two straight matches with post-match shenanigans. Which is pretty typical for ECW. Dude, it's been chaotic. The whole show has just been batshit crazy. Yeah, it's like it, it didn't go off the rails. It was never on the rails. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There was no clear path on this show. It was just yeah, fucking yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we get a backstage uh, batch, uh, backstage segment of uh, Balls Mahoney, Axel Rotten, and Masato Tanaka talking about uh, how they hate the Dudleys and uh, the Louisiana Sports Commission is banning chairs from being used and Axel can't compete. So I didn't it, even know it, what they said. Ther- I think, it's I, think I left the room during that. It's therapeutic. They just got to get their feelings out. It worked. Well, they kept making a big deal about how Balls and Tanaka were in rough shape because I guess they had gotten a beat down from the Dudleys. So and, that that was really being played into for their match. And both uh, had uh, stitches in their heads. Yes. Yeah. Uh, very recently. So, yeah. But the next match is uh, Lance Storm with Tammy Lynn Bitch taking on Jerry Lynn. With special guest referees, yes, referees, Mikey Whipwreck and Tammy Lynn Sitch. I never talk shit about 1998 Sunny, but her hair looks really bad. 
going into this like damaged like she had someone bleach it who didn't know what they were doing like her hair looks like fried but she's barefoot for a minute so whatever yeah in other words tomato yeah. tomato yeah stroke yeah. break yeah <laughs> yeah we make a lot i make i make lots of jokes about feet fetish um <laughs> And I don't, I mean, I'm not one of these feet guys, but I got to be honest, I didn't mind seeing somebody's feet for a minute. Yeah, I don't think the crowd did either. Like, she did a whole production of, like, taking off her socks and shoes. Yeah, And, like, yeah. putting on other socks and shoes. It was like, hmm. Yeah. Okay. Joey Styles is complaining. She couldn't have done this backstage. No, Joey, shut the fuck I, up. I think we're like, no, yeah. she couldn't have. No. <laughs> yeah, Joey, fuck do you, you want to have a good show or not? Yeah. <laughs> um yeah so she's tammy lynn sitch obviously tammy lynn bitch was um don marie Marie. Marie. and uh so this is good i mean i like that i you know the wrestlers are going to be like an afterthought in this match because you got sunny and you've got don marie who infamously gave tori wilson's dad a boner on smackdown a real live boner. A real live boner, which was the funniest fucking, I think I've mentioned it before. I was watching that with my mom. And my, my mom, like, almost fucking, she was crying. She was laughing so fucking hard. I God found the picture it. of Al that. Wilson. Like, yeah, nice. Al Wilson. Yeah, Al Wilson. Rest in peace, Al. A few months ago, I found I found that clip, and I took a picture of it with a fucking boner in the ring. He fucking died with a boner. Still. Those big, still had those it. big fucking tidy whities. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's got to be the best thing that ever happened in the history of SmackDown. Hey, you know, a lot of guys can't perform in front of a crowd. That guy, no problem at all. No shit, right? Fucking straight yeah. to Boner Town. Yeah, I don't think I could have got, I think I would have been nervous, you know? I don't oh, think I could have yeah. got a boner in front of uh, 20,000 people and, yeah, you know, the no millions problem. and millions watching at home. Yeah, nobody's but, gotten a boner in front of a crowd like that since Edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Big Al had no problem. No problem. Um, so you get into the match and right away they go into a hold and Sonny kneels down to look at the hold and the, the, everybody in the fucking section behind her pops a dude yep. right away stands up and takes a picture of her. Cause you can see up her skirt whenever she kneels or right. squats or whatever the fuck. And she's, cause she's wearing a tiny, tiny skirt. Like, a I don't know. You could call the skirt a belt. It was so short. And the dude took a picture. The dude, she stood up immediately and took a picture. With a regular camera. With a regular camera, and he went and developed that film, like at fucking CVS. Well, yeah, I'm sure it was so dark and fucking shadowed, it probably looked like shit. Like, damn it, why couldn't phones exist back then? Yeah, right, right, yeah. You get a yeah, way like he better a pi- pick. He had to wait a week to see it. And here's the thing about this match, too, right? Like, ECW always seemed to have a knack of putting on a, a match during a show, right? A lot of matches had bells and whistles and gimmicks and bullshit, but you'd always seem to have a match on the show that was like two technical guys uh-huh. that would just put on a fantastic match. For all intents and purposes, on paper, this should be that match. But then they put all these other elements into it that you're like, this is just going to go off the rails like the rest <coughs> of the show. But it could be their great scientific match for the night. But nope, we're not going to do that. I mean, I'm sure it was a great scientific match, but just like the crowd, I was distracted by Sonny. That's what I'm saying. There were you know distractions I mean? and there and it, didn't have to be. Yeah, and I don't mean to make a joke or be pervy or whatever, but it's just like you can't, it's hard to pay it. When Sonny's in the ring, and I'm sure like a lot of chicks would say the same thing, it is it is a distraction, you know? Wait, and you got no, Don no, Marie no, at ringside too. Her, like. 
And Dom Marie's there too, but when the referee's in a skirt, that every time she fucking leans forward, you can see her entire ass. It's hard right. to pay attention no, to the match. Like her demeanor, every movement is purposeful. Yeah. In yeah. that way. And the match so, becomes about Sunny. And it's just yeah, like, and man. It, yeah, and after a while, they actually, they get a camera on the apron and they start shooting the match tighter. Yeah. Uh, did you notice that? They stopped using the hard yeah. cam as much. They started using the ring, the floor camera more. Yeah. And there was a lot more close-ups and they started, they actually started shooting around Sonny. And I think, you know, Paul must've been in the back realizing what was going on. Cause it was dude, every time she would turn around the fucking, the, the section of the crowd behind her would pop. Yeah. You know, nobody's paying attention to the fucking match. And it, that didn't change things in the arena, obviously. But when you're watching it at home, you can kind of pay a little more attention. And I'm completely distracted by the crowd. To, yeah, of course, of course. You know. And you're talking about 1998 fans right here. Like, they are obsessed with Sonny. That was the 1998 wrestling fan. Like, any woman involved in a match like that, that's going to get the lion's share of the attention. And really, it should have been on the match between Storm and Lynn. Because those guys could have had a fucking banger of a match if yeah. it was just the two of them. But you had mm-hmm. all this other shit. And, and granted, I'm, I'm sure we got it later on and it was fine. But this match here... Too much other shit going on. Storm and Lynn had lots of good matches. It's just like this is the one that just nobody's ever going to remember for being a good match because nobody saw it. Right. We're going to remember Sonny's feet. We all saw, all they saw was Sonny's ass. Yeah. Sonny's ass, Sonny's feet. Um, (laughs) So basically the story of the match is Sonny's slow counting for Storm. She's fast counting for uh, Jerry Lynn. Um, And that's kind of all there is to it. They're doing moves yeah. to each other. None of the moves really matter. It's more about the angle than it is the match that Sonny's with fucking uh, Jerry Lynn, Jerry Lynn and uh, Dom Marie's with Lance storm. Yeah. And, um, and, Jer- and Mike Whipper, kind of the wild card. Yeah, Mikey Whipper, you don't even know why he's there. He's a exactly. fucking afterthought. I, yeah. I, you know, when he'd pop up on the apron, you're like, oh, right, Mikey Whipwreck's here. I forgot he was there. Yeah, because he yeah. kind of excused himself. Like, when the, within like the first two or three minutes of the match, just kind of bounced outside the ring. So he's like the outside of the ring referee. I mean, yeah. to, to be fair, he wasn't bending down for anything. So, I mean, camera didn't need to be on him. So. Yeah, he should have worn yeah. some tight shorts with his balls hanging out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that might have helped his cause. It's disgusting. Wreck. I don't like it. <laughs> so eventually we get a double down and Sonny's counting and Francine gets on the apron to fuck with Sonny. Um, Sonny pulls her over the top rope. You know, she does the flip into the ring uh, deal and Sonny rips her clothes off. And then Mikey Whipwreck gets in the ring. I have no idea why. And uh, Francine smacks him. She ends up taking a stunner from Mikey Whipwreck, which I forget what he called it. What did, what did he call his stunner? Whippersnapper. Whippersnapper. It's, it's probably a better name, actually. Um, and then he drops Sonny. He hits a whippersnapper on Jerry Lynn. Um, Storm tosses him out, but then he gets a s- slow-ass uh, count. And uh, Sonny ends up stunnering Storm. It just turns into complete fucking chaos. <laughs> the then Mikey Whipwreck hits a uh, Mikey Whipwreck hits a stunner on Sonny. And um, hits one on Lynn, hits one on Lynn and Storm rolls him up and wins the match. And my note at the end of it was, I bet that was a pretty good match. Fair. Yeah. At another time, it was a great match. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Without all the other shit in the ring, like just come on. That could have been your one great technical match on the card. Mm -hmm. That would have been fantastic. 
but it had all this other crap and it just it it fed into the theme of the night of just fucking straight chaos dude and more shenanigans during the match as well and i can't believe i'm complaining about sonny's ass but you know this might not have been the time or place for it thanks obama neither neither is now but uh well she had bad hair during this one so she had bad hair her hair was all frizzy Yeah. yeah 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 Joey I'm going to grab a beer while you set up the next match. Joey Styles is backstage and Terry Funk finds him again. So another incident. Grandpa, go home. You're drunk. Yep. It keeps coming back. Keeps coming back. He apologizes. Keep thinking of like, there are those people that at a party, they'll say goodbye and never leave. Exactly. Yeah. Example A. Right <laughs> yeah, <there. laughs> yeah, and he apologizes and says he's, <coughs> excuse me, says he's going home forever. Person. Going home forever. Let's keep that in mind. Yeah, he uh, even Styles was questioning that. But uh, yes. the next uh, match that we have is, uh, yeah, features our favorite announcer, neck brace, bare chest, and dress coat. Uh, announcer at least it is the Dudley boys who uh, or the following matches for the ECW Tag Team Championship the Dudley boys Bubba Ray and Devon accompanied by Joel Gertner Big Dick Dudley and Sign Guy Dudley taking on Masato Tanaka and Balls Mahoney with Axel Rotten again uh, to note Axel Rotten is not uh, eligible to participate in the match and chairs are not allowed but Axel Rotten immediately says, this is New Orleans. This is Bourbon Street. People get drunk and start fights. Let's allow chairs. <laughs> well, we get drunk. I don't know about starting fights. That's no fun. Nice. So turned on right now. <laughs> um, this ASMR, is the point baby. where uh, this is the point where like every ECW show, I'm like, fuck yeah, Joel Gertner time. Yes. Do you think he was hungover? Because yes. I got to be honest, this was not his best work. Really? I didn't think it was that good. Yeah, I think he's done much. I liked when he talked about I don't know fucking about Minnie Mouse. It, it seemed like or Daisy Duck to others. Yeah, it was good, but it wasn't great. You know, I, I was let down. I, 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 I was less than impressed. Well, look, everybody has a bad night, right? Like, that's well, that's why I'm saying, look, I mean, I've had bad nights in New Orleans. But that the doesn't mean he after, was hungover. The, like, maybe he just had a bad night on the mic. That's all. Yeah, well, but I, I still mean, thought it was you know, good. You can have a bad night after having a really fucking good night the night before. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We, we've been there. We have, yeah, we've lived this. Yeah, I ran back to the hotel at 7 a.m. and grabbed a slice of pizza on the way because I realized I had to be at WrestleMania in like five hours. Yeah. 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 To watch Undertaker get a streak broken. To watch Fuck that. <laughs> and deal with that yeah. piece of shit stadium. Oh, damn it. Oh, it's the fucking worst on the planet, dude. Yeah. I've never been to a worse stadium than that one. Fucking the total disaster. The best city, dude. but it is the worst stadium. New Awful. Orleans, sorry. But also, not really. Yeah. 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 Do better. Do better. Yeah. Yeah. One of Burn these days down. we gotta one of these days we gotta do our WrestleMania Cities episode. Yes. Can I just say I love it when the Dudleys would take their titles and lay them out in front of them like you want them, come get them. Like, yeah, I never really noticed it until tonight, but then I'm like, I'm thinking back and I'm like, dude, they did that every fucking match. They put them like right in front of them, like, fucking come on. Like, yeah. I love that shit, dude. Kind of like it. a line on the sand thing. 
Yes, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Greatest cool. team of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you can't argue with that. I mean, if the Uso story is over, it's up for debate. Mm-hmm. We can, no, we can then... the Usos are going to get back together. Well, I think so too. And that's why the Usos aren't in the conversation yet. Uh, yeah. But right now, I've always been a big LOD guy. Uh, but dude, Dudley's best tag team of all time. And I don't even know how you could argue it. Like, yeah, you could say Usos, but their story's not done yet. Let's see. Yeah. Um, there's a sign that says Mike has big balls in the, in the front. Who's Mike? I don't know who Mike is. All I know is his balls are big. I bet you they're talking about Mike Awesome. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm sure Mike Awesome's balls are big. That dude was like he has six awesome foot balls. Four, five or whatever. He was foot six, seven, dude. Foot six, seven, I think is, yeah, I think foot six, seven is what they said in his song. That, yeah. that was his official height. Yeah. Official height, foot, foot six, seven. <laughs> Uh, Devon's working over Tanaka at the beginning of the match, and there's a fuck you, Devon chant, <laughs> which is so ECW and it's so Dudley's the way that people fucking hated those guys. Oh, so much heat, dude. So mm-hmm. much heat. Yeah. Insane how much the crowd fucking hated them. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they liked Balls Mahoney more than them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tanaka's, Tanaka's getting his ass kicked the first part of the match. But then Devon misses a people's elbow into a headbutt. Like he does like the people's elbow thing and then goes for like a diving headbutt. Uh, so misses that's two that. rock references in one show. Yeah, right. Because there was the, what was the one earlier? The BWO match, the people's leg drop. People's leg drop. Yeah. People's leg drop. Right. Yeah. Um, Tanaka tags in, uh, tags in balls. And it's been so long. I forgot who his partner was. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, right, yeah, Balls Mahoney, yeah, because the way they were shooting it, he wasn't getting on camera, and it was a long time. Like, they were fucking working his ass over for a long-ass time. And this is a total makeshift team, too, because normally it's Axel and Balls, uh, mm-hmm. the chair mm-hmm. swing and freaks, right? Yeah. But yeah, somehow yeah. Tanaka gets thrown in, so makeshift team. Yeah. Uh, Bubba gets super kicked to the floor, and then Devon gets backdropped out of the ring onto him, and then Tanaka does a dive onto both of them, which was really cool. Dive. Um, and then balls, uh, balls goes up to the top rope, but big dick gets involved and big dick attacks balls and balls <laughs> gets down and gets hit in the balls. Uh, it's always a EC mess when dub. big dick and balls get involved. EC balls, EC balls. <laughs> and then Bubba ends up doing a dive onto everyone, and it's fucking crazy. As I've big never as his seen ass him do a a dive like that. Mm-hmm. Ever? Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. Then you got Bubba's outside the ring, uh, up against the rail, and Tanaka does a running chair shot and tosses Bubba back in. I love that running chair shot spot. He did it to Mike Awesome in our favorite match. Yep. yep. Um. And uh, Bubba grabs the ref, knocks his ass out. Ref then. Bump. Uh, yeah, ref bump for no reason as usual, you know, um, big dick does a big dick driver on Tanaka and then Axel kills big dick with the chair shots, fucking nails his ass, takes and him right here out. we go with the chair shots. Yeah, exactly. Here we go with the chair shots. And this is, yep. yeah, this is the one where they said the athletic commission wouldn't let him use chairs. They're like, yeah. fuck the athletic commission. Yeah. That was yeah. Protected right? right to the head. Fuck it. Start off with a nice chair standoff. And then yeah, wait, wait to get wait, the athletic commission to wailing. fuck with you, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. They do the chair standoff, right? It's like the end of reservoir dogs, but with chairs. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yeah. 
And then we get a the uh, a double pin on the Dudleys, and Jeff Jones runs in and counts, but then his shoulder hurts on two, and he Shul- stops counting. Joey and says t- that he tore he tore his rotator cuff, but not but didn't tear it uh, to the point uh, that prevented him from taking out a Japanese dictionary trying to understand <laughs> yeah. what Masao Tanaka was saying. So, wait, oh so. So he's injured, but not injured enough uh, to prevent him from being racist. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who thought that spot up? <laughs> that was just fucking silly. Keenan, probably. Or Drake Wirtz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hogan. <laughs> Hogan. Riker. Riker. Yeah. <laughs> oh god then uh axel hits um finnegan or no he hits somebody with a chair i forget who and then finnegan's up in time him out. jeff jones that's right he hits jeff jones takes him out so now the fucking makeshift referee's out yeah finnegan gets up in time uh dudley's hit a 3d and you get a two count then the Dudleys kind of get into it with each other. They get into a little scuffle. Blaming the other from kicking Blaming out. Blaming the others. Like, then they how both can you take... let him kick out of a 3D? Nobody yeah. kicks out of the 3D. Yeah. Um, then they both take two counts. They both take share shots and two counts. And um, then we get a pile driver and tornado DDT onto a chair shot and a two count. And now I'm thinking this is be one of those matches where someone gets pinned with something stupid out of kicking out of everything, isn't it? Right. Um, but it doesn't. You almost see it I, coming. I, yeah, I was wrong, but that's the way it was starting to look. Like, they're going to do all this did, crazy yeah. shit, and someone's going to win with a roll-up. Yeah, um, small package, yeah. Yeah, then the Dudleys get the timekeeper's table and, and bring it in the ring, but all the cables are wound around it because there's a microphone. Have, like, the hardest time getting it over because, you know, there's only a ring bell attached on a string over one of the legs. That wasn't a string. That was a cable for the microphone because the ring or, bell has a microphone next to it. Yeah. And the timekeeper has yeah. headphones. And There's the guy's trying to either, grab the cable either way, and help him. It's a weight that's not letting him get it over. Yeah. 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 It's a big fucking mess. And yeah. you'd think he would have been aware of it. You'd think they'd be like, clear that shit off because because Devon's gonna take the table, you know? Yeah, yeah but no. Yeah. Um then Sabu and RVD do a run in and put the Dudleys through tables. And um somehow the count took forever because Finnegan was outside the ring doing who knows what the fuck. And that's that. We got new champs. The Dudleys lose. Yep. And it was one of those. It was one of those everything but the kitchen sink matches that ECW was known for. You know, crazy spots, a million chair shots, run-ins, tables, More run-ins. Yep. Um, It was definitely the Dudley style of match. And I loved it. I thought it was a cool match. It was. And apparently, you know how the WWE, if they want to get everybody into a show, they do a battle royal. ECW Mm -hmm. does that by run-ins. Yeah. Let's fucking get everybody in the show through run-ins. Yeah, do a tag match with someone in each corner and uh, a bunch of referees run in and then have a, a tag team run at the end. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And then this How show, did it. let's throw in Mabel. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> what are Mabel's doing? Call him up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think we can get Mabel? <laughs> uh, the next, uh, the next match is uh, a tag team match. Just Incredible with Jack Victory and everybody else. I think yeah. Eddie and Scott were uh, part of that group as well. Uh, 
They were top, and they are taking on Tommy Dreamer and a mystery partner that's not Terry Funk, but it turns out to be Jake the Snake Roberts. Our yeah, shocker. Does Adam sound weird, or do my headphones sound weird? Your headphones sound weird. Fuck. Okay. Adam sounds fine. All right. It's like you sound fine. No, Testing. Adam's good. <coughs> sounds okay. Yeah. You, oh, okay. Now you sound weird. You both sound like staticky to me. Oh, whatever. I can deal with it. So yeah, yeah it's, it's just it's just incredible in Jack Victory with Nicole Bass, Jason Chastity, and Mister Wright. Am I missing anyone? <laughs> you no, I two. think you got it, Eddie and Scott. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, super blonde guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah so that was wait. Shocker. That was Chastity, huh? Yeah, no. that was Chastity. That was oh, Chastity. No, I, I was talking about the uh, bleached hair person you were talking about earlier. Oh, oh yeah, oh, I'm just oh, screwing oh. you. He's still the, yeah, yeah. Chastity looks like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that um, was. So but surprise, yeah. a pay per view near Bourbon Street, and Jake shows up. <laughs> Jesus I hadn't even Christ, thought about man. that. I hadn't thought about that, but Jake wrestles like he'd been to Bourbon Street in this match. <laughs> Motherfucker didn't fine. do a thing. He, he was fine. <laughs> this is basically a handicap match. Um, I mean, at the beginning, Dreamer's fighting all four of them. Jake is just watching. Yeah. <laughs> which I mean, I, which I guess would have was better than uh, him actually just taking out his phone in the middle of a match. <laughs> Yeah, that which, was so which weird. Is, which yeah. is our reference uh, when we saw AEW last week. Yeah, just in the middle of a match, he just takes out of his phone. Yeah, dude. I seriously wonder if that guy started drinking again. I hope not. I fucking um, hope not, But that dude. was really just erratic. I don't know. I, I tweeted asking if anybody knew if like that's a thing he does for some reason on TV. Um, and nobody responded. So I don't know what the fuck that was about. That was weird, dude. I would and think it it's through- a different backstage environment now to where if people saw he was having a problem again. Because it's well documented what he's gone through. Mm, like if people mm. saw him going through that again, they would stop or at least try to stop it. Yeah, you know, that's and true. not let him get in front of a camera. That's you true. Know? Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. like the shit that went down with Jeff Hardy. Like we've seen how bad that can go. You know, yeah. why? Why let it go in front of the camera? Yeah, yeah. I hope. I, don't know. I hope that's not the case. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but it was his home screen on that because we could see the we could see the phone. It was his home screen. It wasn't like a picture he was showing Sting, but even if it was a picture, why is he showing Sting a picture <laughs> during yeah, a match? Just... It was really weird, and it was during a commercial, so it wasn't even really on TV. His lock screen is Seth Rollins' dick. He's like, Sting, look! <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this thing? <laughs> Check out the snake! <laughs> Here's a snake for you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So they get in the ring... They get in the ring and get the match started. Jake stands in the wrong corner. He's wrestled on TV before. <laughs> you know what I mean? He knows they're in Nola, dude. Just saying. Yeah. They're in Nola. Um, him and Gertner. Yeah. Dreamer takes a pretty sloppy power slam on the ramp, uh, which luckily he wasn't hurt. Um, Jake eventually switches corners and um, they, they, you know, they do the cut the ring off, cut the ring in half. Um, don't let Dreamer tag out. Jake's happy about that. And um, <laughs> Dreamer's in the corner. Dog, kid. Yeah. Dreamer's in the corner, like uh, in a, a position for like a um, stink face. And Just Incredible goes for the baseball slide in the corner and crotches the pole. And I have no idea how you do that. How do you do that? <laughs> he didn't have his hands down. You know what I mean? Because he's sliding face down. So you can't have your hands under you to grab the post. 
Yeah. And block it. I don't know how you do that, dude. That's the most amazing fucking shit. That's magic. Um, yeah. And then like uh, like every ECW match, the match devolves. Jake ends up beating up Chastity. I guess because hitting chicks is kind of his thing. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. J- uh, Jake gets back out. He's sort of making an effort to reach for a tag, but not really. Like he just, like you're he, thinking he's going to turn on Dreamer at some point, right? Like you're kinda, like, okay, Dreamer's fucked. Yeah. Yeah, but he never does. He eventually tags him in. Yeah. And um, Jake beats up Justin and Jason. You know, he it's like a hot tag situation. And then he and Dreamer both do the short arm clothesline. And then, then you get a run-in by Ludwig Borga and One Man Gang, of all people. Was that Ludwig? Who was that? I don't know who that was, but he looked like fucking Ludwig Borga, but it was definitely One Man Gang. Wait, it definitely. Well, I thought he said, like, Rob Price or something like that. And I'm like, who the fuck? But, like, I didn't hear the name again, so I couldn't even look it up. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I, I don't know if I tried oh. looking it up, but I don't know who the hell it was. It was yeah, some it was like dude, some dude and one man gang. One man gang, like of all people, they got one. So, so we've had Mabel, Jake the Snake, and one man gang on this show. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and Sunny, and through this, <laughs> and through this whole match, every time someone cheats, they distract the referee, right? So they can cheat while the referee's back is turned. Well, Gang and Ludwig come in and attack everyone, and the ref just stands there watching it. Just stands there watching because fuck it. Yeah. I've never yep. seen a company bury referees more. Yeah, it's insane. That's yeah. why they had to wear those shirts apparently because they don't fucking matter. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it just adds more. Here who it is, but oh. It doesn't say. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what his name is. <laughs> Third rock reference in this show. Oh, and Aldo Montoya was also featured in this pay per view. Oh, yeah. Right. Yep. And then to add just more chaos to it, New Jack, <laughs> New Jack fucking charges the ring. He throws the shopping cart. He throws the whole shopping cart into the ring because he's on the <laughs> ramp. You know what I mean? Because that it's the type of ramp that goes to the apron. So when yeah. you come to the ring, you're apron height. You're you know yeah, you're height. level with the apron. Yeah, right. So you don't have to throw it from the floor. You have to throw it from the apron. He throws the whole fucking thing into the ring. Which he was strong as fuck, dude. Because it was full of yeah. stuff. I couldn't throw it's one of those that far yeah. empty. Yeah. It's- has there been only one ECW pay-per-view that featured a New Jack match where he entered and was yeah. in the match? Sure. Otherwise, yeah. everything else he's run in? Probably. I mean, I'd have to go back and look, but yeah, probably because, I mean, he... yeah, There he were was. a lot of them before this, like the mid-90s, like right after they left uh, Smoky Mountain. Well, you mean, you mean a pay-per-view. You mean pay-per-view, right? Has he ever been in a pay-per-view match? Oh, I I mean, at least with ones that we've covered to date, I want to say there's maybe only been one proper match by with this part particular occurrence. But uh, yeah, I think every ECW pay-per-view that we've done to date, he's run in, caused chaos, that music with that high pitch is playing, and it just goes rules. down. His oh, music does yeah, roll. It's good. It, yeah. It's weird because I was also kind of anticipating it. Like, New Jack got <laughs> like jumped in out. the beginning. He's going to run in. Even if you know it's coming, it, it was still good. Yeah, good it's still chaos. fun. Yeah. I mean, it's always good to see New Jack. Oh, yeah. And it's always good to see him coming. <laughs> like, coming, coming. <laughs> like, coming, coming. And if you uh, if you know what that reference is, uh, tweet me and I'll mention you on the show. But uh, we should do the one where he fought Vic Grimes. We did a, didn't we, we do did. a watch along? We did a watch along of that. Oh, Were you they, mean the ECW match? 
Right. Oh, we did the other. We did the XPW. We did the XPW watch along, but we did not do the match where he fought Vic Grimes that caused that XPW match to be so bad. Yeah. Well, if that was a pay-per-view, we'll get to it. We will eventually. Yep. Yeah. Um, so New Jack and Cronus come in. They beat the fuck out of everyone. And um, Chastity does something. I don't know. And Dream Chastity's in there. Dreamer eventually gives her a pile driver and he holds his nose when he has her upside down, yeah. which was just <laughs> very rude. <laughs> and then Jake hits Nicole Bass in the nuts, according to Joey Styles, and we get an ECW <laughs> chant. And then suddenly there's a uh, ladder and Just Incredible gets DDT'd onto it and Jake pins him and Jake cannot get back up after the three count. And like guys they played, Dolly, prop him up. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> um, man in the box plays after this too. Um, did you catch that? It was the actual song. That. So it's that fake that. man. In, it's always the fake man in the box for Tommy Dreamer. Somehow yeah, they, they missed played... it and they missed it. It was the real man in the box. Oh shit. Oops. Yeah. Well, not after this drops. Yeah, we're I gonna yeah, we're right gonna get the, the the whole paper is gonna get taken down. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Al, uh Allison Chains. Uh, uh Jerry Cantrell's gonna hear this. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's gonna be on the phone with his lawyer. These marks pointed out that they fucking played our song. By the way, you gotta check out this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and then, uh, Terry's in the back. He's mad at Tommy. Jake gets the fuck or Terry, not in the back. Jerry, Terry is back out there. He's mad at Tommy. Jake just walks off. Like he's got a cheap bottle of Thunderbird waiting for him in the back. And, uh, Terry literally hand, hand motions like, fuck this. Fuck that, this. this is yeah. You. Yeah. Right. He's just like, I don't care. This has got nothing to do with me. Yep. And, uh, Terry eventually beats up Tommy dreamer. And my next note is fucking Alfonso. Ugh. Yeah, you know it's coming the whole show, and you're mm-hmm, not looking forward mm-hmm. to it, and then it happens, and you're like, ah, damn it. Yep, yep. Tommy says that he's going to turn his back and not hit uh, Terry Funk, and just... He takes a beating. Yep, Terry beats him down. That's it, and that's all. Yeah. Luckily, I think that is when Grandpa finally went home. Yeah, he finally left after he beat up Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. Anyways, we have come to the main event of the... We've come to the main event of the night. This is the Battle of the Triple Threats. Bam Bam Bigelow, Chris Candido, and ECW champion, the franchise, Shane Douglas, with Francine, taking on the U.S. Or, not the U.S., the television... ECW television champion, Rob Van Dam, Sabu, FTW champion, Taz, with Bill Alfonso, a.k.a. Whistles. Ugh. I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to say this up front. I fucking hated this match. (laughs) I did, too. I did, too. I have very limited notes on this match. Uh, It's basically the Dudleys jumped RVD and Sabu before the match. Yeah. And then the finish. Just returned favor. Yeah, you know what? I actually, I just ordered a burrito from Uber Eats. I wish I had ordered it before the last match because I feel like I'm going to have to wait like 15 minutes for it to get here when we're done with this match because, yeah, it's not going to be long. Nope. Um, <sighs> is that because Shane Douglas is in it? We always seem to trash Shane Douglas matches. No. Um, You're it's right. Re- it's not him this time. 
It's not for once. It's not Shane. For Douglas. once, it's not Shane Douglas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his promo sucked. I, I barely paid attention to it. I ended he up intros through. his own team. It was it long. Even gets the weights and quarter increments. Yeah. Uh, correct. And, and didn't and, he already cut a promo backstage? It wasn't cut, fucking needed. Yeah. Dude. He, he cut a promo back. Well, the crowd didn't see the promo. I doubt. You know, I don't think. But um, Lucky. Maybe, maybe we didn't need to see the backstage one. I don't know, dude. Right, right. I don't need two Shane Douglas promos on a fucking pay-per-view. I don't need right. Shane Douglas on a pay-per-view. The only good part <laughs> of the promo was when Francine would face away from the camera. Not to make a sunny callback, but that was about it. Yep. Even then, much. I didn't really want to fucking watch it. And I think I was <laughs> like in the fucking... Uh, I might have been feeding the dogs during it or something. Like I was doing everything I could to distract myself from it. <laughs> I could have just fast forwarded it through, but I would have felt guilty doing that. Yeah, um, we can't do that to our listeners. We've got to yeah, be true. And to be honest, like I have an embargo on, I, I've instituted an embargo on Bill Alfonso uh, related matches. And since it was the main event, I was like, okay, I guess I, I skipped the last couple. I was like, I, I guess I can't skip the main event, so I have to sit through this yeah. shit. Yeah, it's awful. Um, I hate watching it because you're listening to it and it's that fucking whistle, whistle. Whistle, whistle, shut the fuck up, dude. That is your gimmick? Keep, I've listened to, or I've watched previous uh, ones that we've covered, just put those on mute, but figuring because this is the main event, you kind of have to in case something happens. Yeah, and you want to hear Joey Styles and the, you know, the bumps don't have the impact if you can't hear them. Um, I just don't fucking get it with Fonzie, dude. Like, who was hiring this guy? Like, he completely distracted from his guy in the ring. Yeah. And that's exactly what a manager's not supposed to do. You know, Bobby Heenan right. never distracted from Rick Rude. Rick Rude was the focus. He enhanced Rick Rude. But you didn't end up being distracted and not paying attention to Rick Rude because of Bobby Heenan. Or any good manager. Cornette or fucking Heyman. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy Hart, Hart had a fucking megaphone. Jimmy Hart had a megaphone. And he, <laughs> he never distracted. Dist- he wasn't running the fucking siren thing on the megaphone all the time. Yeah, I mean, he, he could have been fuck a up. asshole. Yeah, he shut the fuck up and let his wrestler do the talking. Yeah, every good manager would do that. They would make sure the focus was on them, not on themselves. Fonzie didn't fucking do that, but somehow he found work as a manager. I don't understand it. It makes no. It never made sense to me. Dude, it's just like I'm just like I don't want to watch a fucking match for with any of his guys, and it's Only not. I don't want to watch them lose. Expect- I just don't want to see them because he's going to be there. Fuck I want to see him Bill get laid Alfonso. out before the match. Only possible explanation is that he's well hung. Well, you know what? I'm guessing that he's a really fucking nice guy. Probably, and yeah, Paulie gave probably him a is. job. And yeah, he was just he, like, you know, you can be on TV. You can be a manager. It's fine. Okay. Uh, but did the whistle have to be the fucking gimmick? Yeah. Like, they God taken a, damn it, dude. Yeah. It's so irritating. Yeah. Give him a job, but fucking rein him in. You know what I mean? Tell him what he is and isn't allowed to do. And I mean, I get it. Like, irritating can be a gimmick, but the fucking whistle's got to go, dude. Yeah, that's not it was the bad. biz. It's so distracting. Yeah. So anyway, like to match- announce uh, our future episode, we're gonna roast Fonzie, but we're just, <laughs> just going to use other bodily sounds to roast him. <laughs> It'll be an hour of fucking whistle jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So when you think of ECW, you think of these six guys because it's. Yeah. Like Adam said, and, and Bam, Bam Bam. Bam yeah, Bam. Well, yeah, I mean, there are a couple other ones, but you got Bam yeah. Bam, Candido, Douglas, Taz, RVD, and Sabu. Of your premier it's, ECW yeah. guys. That's it's who's but, who yeah. of ECW 98. Yeah, totally. besides like Dreamer and Sandman, that's ECW. That's who you think yeah. of. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen such talent in such a bad match. 
Yeah, it was sloppy. It was sloppy. It was there were sloppy. a lot of botched moves and botched even moves. RVD was botching moves. Yeah, he was, and nobody really did anything. There was never there was no story to the match. It was just chaos. It was just guys. Uh, the, uh, the Dudleys jumped RVD and Sabu. I don't know why, but I guess if I'd maybe wa- been watching every week, it would have made sense. Um, and then Taz comes into the dark. Just returning favor from earlier. Well, they were returning the really favor from to? the previous. Yeah. Yeah. From the yeah. Previous match. They were returning the favor, but still, uh, it's like, fuck, yeah. man. I guess. I already forgot about that. Um, <laughs> the heels isolate Sabu and the ring gang up on him. Bam Bam takes a chair shot outside while everyone is watching what's going on inside. Um, Sabu does the springboard chair spot and messes it up. And Joey messes points it out. Yeah. And Joey points out his amazing balance. <laughs> Yeah, his amazing athleticism. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he he, he uh, jumped off the chair twice. Um, And it's just guys Such hitting talent. each other with... It, 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 yeah. It's just guys hitting each other or hitting each other with shit. And the crowd's standing the whole time, but this is the quietest they've been all night. <laughs> like, they're yeah. standing and watching it, but they don't really seem to care. Yeah. Um, And uh, Sabu's trying, you know, it's another one of those ones where if you pay attention, if you know what's up with the angle, Sabu's trying to tag out to RVD, but RVD keeps pretending not to see him, which was kind of funny, actually. That was the best part of the match. Yeah. But then he eventually tags him anyway. And on top of this, Taz isn't necessarily partnering with them. He's just using them so that he could get to Shane. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And somehow Taz goes through a table on the outside and the camera misses it. You just see him on the ground with the broken table around him. Uh, you can hear it, and through a lot of the match, you can hear shit going on outside the ring. You can hear chairs or guys getting hit into the rail, but you can't see any of it. You can't so it's see like, it. Yeah, yeah so on point? a technical level, it's bad, too. Um, like, halfway through it, we get a show your tits chant, so that's how interested the crowd is in the uh, match. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the baby faces forget which corner is their corner. <laughs> and, uh, I forget. I think it was RVD. So he's standing at the adjacent corner to the heels he's not across from the heels he's standing at the corner next to them i was like dude is he fucking how high is this fucking guy or did he get a fucking or did he get hit in the head with the chair and he's fucking loopy and doesn't know where he is but he's standing at the corner next to the heels um at the end of the match rvd does a dive over uh from the top rope or from the top turnbuckle over the barricade and they barely catch it on camera um taz does a taz mission he goes down with like a grapevine around um, Shane and Expecting, Sabu. Like this is this was what Taz was going for. He's going to yeah. embarrass Shane Douglas. Wants him to tap on paper. Yeah, and right when you think Shane's going to tap out, Sabu does a leg drop with the chair to Taz, and then he pins Shane. So I actually thought the finish was really cool. I like the finish a lot, but apart from that, I hated every second of this match. Yeah, I fucking hated it. I couldn't stand it. And Taz shows his displeasure. Yeah, that's pretty much how the pay-per-view ends. It's Taz yeah. and Sabu yelling at each other, and RVD yeah. and Fonzo trying to play peacekeeper. RVD and uh, Whistles are trying to play peacekeepers. Whistles. Yeah, Whistles. and... <laughs> Adam just coined his nickname, dude. That's a great name. Yeah, I love Whistles. it. Whistles. <laughs> It'll take you six pay-per-views to come up with that. <laughs> but it was magical when you did. Well done, dude. Whistles. <laughs> Whistles. <laughs> Trying to play peacekeepers in a way, but not really. But yeah, it's just Taz snaps, and yeah, that's that is not the triple threat team that uh, everybody wanted to see. Yeah, yeah, and that's it for yeah. that pay per view. Yeah, it ended with a thud, a, an entirely chaotic evening, just kind of ending with a thud. 
if they had, if you watched this pay-per-view in reverse, it'd be a pretty cool pay-per-view. Yes. Right. You have those six guys go on first and you have the BWO headline. Yeah. And you got Terry Funk going crazy afterwards. Terry Funk going crazy afterward. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 It was just, it was, um, overall, I, I, I liked the show. I had fun watching it. Um, just the main event was trash and the storm and the, uh, I didn't even dislike the storm and Jerry Lynn match. It just was like, I don't know. I guess if they were going to do that thing with Sonny, um, they could have had like, I don't know, Axel rotten versus fucking roadkill, you know, some match that nobody would have cared about otherwise. Right. So that was just, I I thought that was poor booking, but overall I thought it was a good show. We've definitely watched worse ECW pay-per-views for sure. I would give this two and a half beers. But uh, since Sunny did that whole foot thing during her match, I'm going to give it three beers out of five. Bumps I'll give it to three. Not, I'll bump it up from two point. and a half to three and a half for the feet. Perfect. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, out of six. It was a six pack star rating. So, uh, oh, yeah. six pack. Three out of six for me. Okay. Uh, I'll go from a three to a four for okay. the feet. Yeah. I'll Got probably it. I'll probably go three and a half. Yeah. Nice bump up uh, with the feet there. But <laughs> it would have. Would have hit four, but we didn't get Mikey Whiprep's feet. But you know, <laughs> Mikey feet wreck. <laughs> Mikey Thank feet you, wet. You're welcome. That takes care of our coverage. <laughs> Mikey uh, ski ECW, feet. ECW November to remember 1998. Ski feet. Ski feet feet. Goddamn. <laughs> this pay-per-view what do you think of our coverage of it please let us know on our social media platforms whatever the fuck they are instagram tiktok <laughs> twitter twitter the alternates whatever threads. they are wrestling underscore drunk please tell your family friends heels and faces to like share subscribe to our show please lead us uh leave us ratings and reviews so that we get all sorts of uh, internet algorithm recognition. We could ke- keep this uh, show going. And uh, we didn't mention it at the beginning of the show. But buy some fucking shirts. What buy a fucking shirt. Net. Beer ain't cheap. And we need it. Especially if we're going to watch more ECW pay-per-views. <laughs> With Scout and Eddie. I'm Adam reminding all of you to enjoy a buzz. Watch wrestling responsibly. Drink like nobody's watching. We'll see you all next time for another great episode. One, two, three. Feet, feet, goddamn. Skeet Skeet feet. (laughs) Show your tits. There's vomit on his sweat already Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous But in service he looks calm and ready to drop bombs Body keeps on forgetting what he wrote down The whole crowd goes so loud He opens his mouth but the words won't come out He's choking out, everybody's choking out The clocks run out, time's up, over blow Snap back to reality, oh The ghost gravity, oh The ghost remedy choke He's so mad but he won't give up That is he know, he won't have it, he knows He's so bad
opportunity to seize everything. 